welcome to the 106th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Look Hooray! at us go! Hot dog! <laughs> Happy November 25th, everyone. <laughs> Woo! It's Thanksgiving. Is today Thanksgiving? Is it Thanksgiving? Today's it's, it's, today's it's, it would be Thanksgiving. Oh, shit. We want to get a turkey. Wait a minute. All right. Uh, I'll be right back. I will also leave midway through this episode, but only to get a turkey. Bye. No. <laughs> we will go find no. some stuffing. <laughs> okay. Th- Heidi, you bring up a very important question. Oh, no. What? I I have? Yes. Is it about stuffing? It is about stuffing. Hmm. Do Are you... So there's two types of people in the world for Thanksgiving stuffing. Okay. So actually, first off, let's say this. It's... America Thanksgiving because That's Canada right. has Thanksgiving at a different time of the year. So America Thanksgiving is today. Now there are two types of people in st- who have stuffing for the holidays. This is actually going to be a two-part question. There's four types of stuffing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> stuffing one is homemade like breadcrumbs and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or option two, stovetop stuffing. Which does everyone prefer? I'm a stovetop gal, mostly because I don't have the energy to make stuffing. It's, I'm guessing stovetop is is a a brand. I'm sorry, I'm I'm not from the U.S. and or Canada. Yeah, it's a box. Correct. <sighs> Correct. It's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah. Okay. It's a box stuffing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I guess I the only stuffing I've had is is homemade since we've had okay. Thanksgiving esque celebrations. At home, because my my mother is a sweetheart and and uh, wanted excuses to make turkey and stuffing and the like, and and her stuffing is delightful. Mom, I don't think you listen to this, but I love you. Thank you so much for your Aww. delightful stuffing. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> also, please don't listen to early episodes because Brianna's mom is totally not you. Uh- <laughs> please start at one oh six. Yes. <laughs> no, no to start at 106. Yeah, everyone knows 106 know. is when a podcast gets good, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what are you What are you doing listening? Or listen backwards. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that won't be confusing at all. Nope. <laughs> Matt, what are you? Are you a homemade stuffing gal or are you a stovetop stuffing gal? So I would say that that is a question. Because growing up, so like many people, I'm sure, my parents are not together any longer. So I had Thanksgiving at my mother's house, or at that family, I should say, and then Thanksgiving with my father's family. And those were different experiences because my mother's family doesn't really do stuffing like you would traditionally see. We do potato filling, which is different. And then on my father's side, just imagine stuffing, but the primary ingredient is butter. Hmm. And that's what it's like. Now, I have to tell you that that may sound gross, but what I will tell you is that was fucking delicious. It's probably really bad for you, but it's like like one of those things like if you're doing like Thanksgiving leftovers, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that, that butter stuffing was the thing that was like, I guess I'll put some uh, have some turkey to make it seem like I'm not just eating this butter stuffing. But that's what it was like. <laughs> so potato filling is basically mashed potatoes, but it's got like the stuffing almost mixed into it. Oh, that's okay. delicious. So that yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah, it's, too. it's different. I don't. I don't know if it's why that is. If it's cultural or, or or family recipe or what, but that's just kind of my experience. So I hate to be that person that's always like, well, actually, I'm not going to answer your question. But that wasn't really. Can I answer your question with a question? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, I would say like if I was doing it myself, 
and I had to pick either traditional, like, like homemade stuffing or a stovetop, I would probably go for stovetop only because of expediency more than anything else. But you could then make potato stuffing with instant mashed potatoes and stovetops. I could. Yeah, potato fillings. It's definitely a thing that I, I've never heard of anybody else who knows what I'm talking about when I talk about it. But if you're out there and you know what I'm talking about, I see you. I know that you're not alone. <laughs> Matt's email is matt at thecrackdie.com. <laughs> Let him know. Potato filling support group. <laughs> yes. So so I, I just Googled potato filling. Uh-huh. And once I waded through some less than savory things... Because uh, it's uh-huh. the internet. Oh, right. It yeah. looks like it's a pe- Pennsylvania Dutch filling, potato filling recipes are what I'm seeing. That would make sense. Oh, that's, that's cool. Where my, that's where my family's from. Okay. On my mother's side. Okay. Cool. There you go. So pencil, it's a Pennsylvania Dutch thing. So uh, Rob, are you a homemade or stovetop stuffing person? Turkey. <laughs> Tur- turkey person? Mm-hmm. Turkey. Heidi? <laughs> If it's got bread and butter in it, I'm I'm there. Hell um, yeah. I'd also like to point out I live in the south now, and there's a thing called dressing down here, which apparently is very different from stuffing. Stuffing is made usually inside the turkey. Dressing is made outside of the turkey. Um, oh. Well, I think you stumbled I... into part two of Sean's question. Yes, you did. Cool. So uh, I'm a stovetop person okay. because I'm garbage <laughs> no no lazy's no, no, not no. garbage sean it's lazy we could be lazy no 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 sorry i'm sorry there was a comma in that i like stovetop also i'm garbage okay sorry just yeah nothing to do with one another just want to let you know yeah yeah uh so now heidi that is part two of the question are you an in the bird stuffing person or an out of the bird i guess it would be called dressing person this causes controversy in my family. There are knockdown, drag out fights over this. Huh. I mean, my mother is like deathly afraid of in the stuff, in the turkey stuffing. Like, does she think she's gonna get like um, she... salmonella? Salmonella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she is absolutely convinced that if like the stuffing goes anywhere near the turkey before the turkey's out of the mm-hmm. oven, bad things will happen. Okay. <laughs> so my father is a food safety inspector. I see. So that's real fun to cook for. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, but your dad's favorite treat when he comes to visit us is a dirty water dog. What's that? That's what they call the hot dog stands in New York City because Oh, right, 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 right. I thought it was like a recipe. No, he's he's not consistent on his things, but my mother and I prefer our stuffing as I as Heidi has taught me now, as stuffing in the bird. Mm-hmm. My father is like, nope, that's not, I'm going to get sick and you're going to die. And we have every Thanksgiving, there's a nice little um, loud conversation. That's what I'm going to call it oh, wow. <laughs> about where the stuffing is uh, or dressing would go. And my mother has to make him his own special dressing outside of the bird while the rest of us gorge ourselves on in the bird stuffing. So anybody here done oyster stuffing before? Yes, I like no. that. No. So that is, so... What? Okay, so aside from the potato filling at my Thanksgiving, there's also oyster stuffing, which is, like you would assume, like regular stuffing. It's, it's a much smaller portion. So normally when I think of like stuffing, like it's one of the dishes, right? That's kind of where the, the yeah. potato filling f- okay. goes in instead. And there's a small portion 
uh, what is known as oyster stuffing, which is a lot like stuffing, but it's got oysters mixed into it. And that does get cooked in the bird. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very small, so it's not like something you would eat a large portion of. It's just kind of like a little dollop you would put on the side kind of a thing. Oh, that looks amazing. All right, guys, this episode's over. I'm going to go make potato <laughs> filling and oyster stuffing. They're good, man. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I had a I had a great growing up eating. Oh, I mean, it God, like it. I'm going to be like 9,000 pounds after this episode. Well, audience, happy American Thanksgiving and uh, send us your favorite foods for the holiday of like Thanksgiving. It, it's one of those really weird, like, Happy just another propaganda day. Yeah, yeah getting together, but, eating lots of food. But yeah, it's a very specific meal too. Like oh, it's yeah. not like Watch you it. eat any of this stuff normally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of which, I want to get to the real, the real deal breaker, the real like knives out question about your Thanksgiving though, which is oh cranberry sauce. Do you like? Homemade do you like hell gelatinous yeah. cranberry hell sauce that looks yeah. like the can once it's out of the can, or do you like homemade? Cranberry sauce, homemade. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that guy, and I don't care what style mm-hmm. my cranberry sauce is in. Just put it in my mouth. Fair enough. <laughs> Rub my throat like a dog trying to take a pill, and I will just eat okay. all of the cranberry sauce. Okay. I, I gotta say, well then, I'm, I'm in a very Hello? similar boat. I, the, the canned yeah. stuff tends to be sweeter, and it's. There's mm-hmm. no chance of getting like texture in it if you hate texture. <laughs> but uh, other than that, like, I, yeah. if, if either one of them is on my plate, I'm super happy about it. I, I will say for Thanksgiving, I'm the only one in the family who eats uh, cranberry sauce with Christine's family. Wow! And her mother, her mother makes me like cranberry sauce cranberry every year. Sauce in my own little thing, someone. like, and the. That's a lot of work she does for that too, and it because she like she does make home it from makes it, yeah, Aww. and it's so good. So one thing I oh. I found fairly recently was somebody I know puts oranges in it just a, just a, just a little bit. Oh yeah, like, yes, so she does too. Yeah, my oh. mom puts apples. In. Nope, just kidding. Ooh. We're still talking about cranberry sauce. I, I my brain was still dreaming about her her stuffing. Yep, which she puts apples and oh. uh, rosemary and bacon. Mm-hmm. Have we gone fifty minutes yet? Are we done? Yeah, <laughs> I think this is. Like thanks that. for listening to episode 106. The gang talks about Thanksgiving. I mean, I oh. feel like I feel like at this point we just have like a small mini Patreon content episode about Thanksgiving food. Well, I just put the turkey in the oven, so I got another good three to five hours. So, okay. you know, if you want to keep going. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go a little long today then. Uh, in our last episode, you all got on Oo's new boat. Some of us got off on Oo's new boat. Yes. Oh. You got off on Oo's <laughs> new mermaid hey. boat. But you also spoke... Clam bake. <laughs> <laughs> Oyster stuffing. Anyway. Uh... Yeah. So, uh, I don't think you're getting stuffed, though. Uh, before all that, though, Soraya was speaking with your Nadal diplomat. Nidalese. Nadalese companion and kind of made friends with him, wants you to check in on him while he's in Cantargo if you have free time. And he's also offered, uh, you found out he was a cleric of Zon Kuthan. He's decided to hold some spells to the side for you in case you all get hurt while you're there. 
which is a th one third level heal spell, two second level heal spells, and three first level heal spells every day. So that was nice. And then Ooh and Soraya went off to do their thing. Twin Talon was hanging out in the pterodactyl's nest uh, and getting Tasani to go fishing for them, for the whole crew. Brianna was kind of stewing in her, her bunk and Knife Sword was in the backpack, resting. Wasn't I steering the ship? Oh, yes. And you were taking <laughs> turns steering the ship with, with Twin Talon. Uh, and you were also trying... Yes, I made him a tiny ship wheel to go next to it. So he feels like he's contributing. <laughs> and you also tried to learn a new spell, which didn't work because you don't actually learn spells. You're just innate in your body and brain and blood. <laughs> and the fire and wind and... Sorry. You all arrived successfully at the Silver City, which is Kentargo. Now, I'm hoping this worked. You should all see a map. On Foundry? Yes, on Foundry. Got it. Ooh. Does everyone, see everyone sees a map? Yeah. It's very Constantinopolian. Well, this is Kentargo. Yeah, it's Istanbul, dude. Come on. Istanbul was Kentargo? <laughs> yep. Yes. Now it's yes. Istanbul. A long time ago. Key Largo. All right. <laughs> Montego, <laughs> baby, why don't we go? Down to Kentargo. So let me yeah. okay. kind of try and paint a... <laughs> let me paint paint a word picture here. So on the map in front of you, you should see the city of Kentargo. You actually sailed in from the north, coming down south. It is split into two sections. The northern section is more of the shopping district and the schooling and shipyards and everything like that. And the southern district is where most of the housing is located. To the south, you have a, this domed building that is the Kentargo Opera House. There's also this black roofed building, which is called the People's Temple. Is it like the People's Elbow? Uh, no, okay. no, it's not. Okay. Uh, this dock <laughs> that you see in the north near the walled city, uh, which is indeed the posh neighborhood, this single dock is the shipyards where you would sail into. Okay. So as you sail into Kentargo, ooh, your approach, uh, you are waved at by the harbor master asking you how long you're going to be here, what your intentions are, etc. Cool, I'm here until I damn well please. Alright, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this a, is this planning on being a long visit or a short visit? It's however long I want visit. <sighs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> Basically, the val this is like the ship valet. He's like, do I need to put you in long-term parking or short-term parking? You just, baby, you just put me in long-term parking. You just sit right there. You just look beautiful, okay? All right. Thanks. Uh, excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys are in Kentargo. Oh, um, let me let me just give you a couple of other major things about this map. To the very north, right outside the walls, this grassy area that is called Kite Hill. This road coming down from north to south is called the Night Road, which is the main thoroughfare throughout most of Kentargo. Um, could you clarify very quickly, is it night with a K or night with an N? N-I-G-H-T, mm. okay. night. Okay. The big walled in 
building in the southern point. This is Castle Cantargo. A little on the nose, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) This road leading out of the southern section in the bottom of the map is called Ravnul Road. It heads to, you'll never guess where. Ravenel? Yep. I mean, this is Ravenel, so I don't... Yeah. Well, more areas within Ravenel. And this is called the Argo Isle. To the south of the city? Yes, to the south of the city. Okay. So y'all land here, and what do you want to do? Try to help get everything that the Nidalee's ambassador brought on off of the boat. Now, do you help him take it off the boat, or do you just push it overboard? No, no, I, I help him get it to the dock, so he can fuck off on his own and pay us. Okay. He does. He pays you in... He pays you 20 gold for escorting him, and he also tells Soraya where he will be staying. Uh, The name of the inn is the Counting House. Sounds like an Abadar temple. Yeah. Right? Well, good luck. Oh, thank you. Um, Do you know much about the city, or was this your first time visiting? This is my first time visiting. However, the the harbor master does seem to know uh, and is able to direct you to where you would like to go, or answer any questions you might have. Thank you. Uh, Safe travels. Good luck. Thank you. I do hope to see you soon, or again. Mm -hmm. If you need anything, please feel free to let me know. I don't think I ever showed you a picture of this guy. Was that a piercing in his lower lip? Yes. Okay. I just didn't know if he had like a makeup on, or if it was a piercing. No, that's a, it looks like a jade ring. Ring? Lip ring. To match his piercing green eyes. All right. So I guess we should ask the dock master whereabouts. Well, I want to know two questions. One, where is the counting house? And two, where is Sunset Imports? Okay. So the harbor master looks at you. Ah, first time visitors, huh? Is it that obvious? Yes. Uh, so Kintargo uh, is broken into two sections. We have living quarters to the south and uh, more uh, business-like districts to the north. Uh, you are currently at the Vashnarstil shipyard. The easiest way to cross between the two districts is to use the Bleak Bridge. Sunset Imports. Sunset Imports. Uh, that sounds like it's it's gonna be more to your to the southwest. Uh, that sounds like where it is. Not a lot's been going on there for a while, but uh, yeah. <sighs> I vaguely remember it. Kind of directly to the west here is uh, one of our most famous shops. It's called the War Cage. It's a uh, it's a wonderful weapon and armory shop. Uh, we have the Alabaster Academy to the northwest. If you're looking for a beautiful open air market, that's to the north. That's called the Newt Market. Let's see what else. Uh, Kintargo Opera House, if you're looking to take in some music and arts, that's down to our uh, cross in the other district, but is well worth the trip down there. We also have the People's Temple, if you're looking to worship while you're here. Worship what exactly? Uh, originally that was a temple to Aridin, and then when uh, he kind of looks around, the former government was here, it was transformed into a temple of Asmodeus. However, it's currently under renovations to become our 
government capital. Um, the temple is. Yes. Okay. Hmm. The, it's 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 a a the temple of the people for the people, so that that's where the government government is working out of. It's technically called the administrative and civic center of Ravnul, but we all just call it the the people's temple. Okay. Interesting. I see. There, and if you really want to head way down south, uh, there is the House of Truth and Clarity. And why might I want to go there? It's our courthouse, but it is a very lovely courthouse. Its reopening was a hugely symbolic gesture when it was reopened after the former governor governing body was removed. Uh, it's it's one of the first public acts undertaken by our Silver Council. So, uh, any unusual laws or rules we should be aware of while we're us being outsiders in Kintargo? We're uh, we're a generally lawful city, so some of the basic rules we have uh, very little tolerance for slavery here which is a sticking point as the old governing body was very fond of that type of punishment. And Bray, I do not know my history that well. What was the previous governing body? Was it at all Chalaxian? Uh, yes. It... Hmm. Brianna's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> we were ruled by uh, House Thrun, and you see him kind of like, as he says the name House Thrun, he kind of whispers it as if not to, like, invoke... Voldemort? Yeah. Priyana will definitely bristle at the name, having heard of it, even in the colonial town of, of Corvosa that she and um, Twin Talon grew up in. Indeed, I'm, I am glad to hear that your uh, city is under new management, let us say. Yeah, you and me both. Mm-hmm. So, um, great. Good to know. Uh, what if we do find some slavery happening? What should we do? Uh, well, uh, the best idea would be to uh, contact the local authorities and let them know so that we can send in our town's guard. Uh, however, should things need to be taken and dealt with immediately, as long as you have proof of these things, uh, we have no problem with it. All right, great. We prefer people being brought in as, as opposed to being disposed of. However, we do understand as long as, again, as long as there's proof, the guards generally don't have a problem. Good to know. All right, well, off we go. So you guys can head there directly. You can try and find an inn to rest in. You can also try and gather information or research things about Ravnul and any place in particular you would like to look in. Sure. Do we want to yeah, see what we can hear on the streets, basically, about the Sunset Trading Company? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, do we know where we're going to be staying slash our base of operations Well, while we hear him? We don't know how long we're going to be here. That's so, true. So, I mean, it might just be like we go there, we punch a guy in the face, and then we go home. I don't... But in the meantime, we could always bunk at the mm. at the ship for now. 
Or if we get That's there and decide that, that it's a longer process, then we can find someplace. No need to rent a room and then immediately leave. I, I feel like Brianna would feel safer and better on the ship than she would staying in town. Don't worry, baby. I'll protect you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you start with me. Oh. <laughs> I'm not starting anything. I'm just saying. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, I also have your back if necessary. Okay. So if you would like to do a gather information check. So I, I would like to gather information about Sunset Imports, but also this building right here, which is like tucked in behind a bunch of walls. Oh, that, oh, that building right there. Okay. On the north side. It just looks very odd. Yeah, it's like. And just so you know, there are places on this map that I have not marked out that do sure. exist that you could yeah, find yeah, out information. Good. All right. So, all right. So, Twin Talon is researching Sunset Imports and the weird single building that is to the southwest tucked in behind some walls. Gotcha. Christine, what does Soraya want to do? Uh, I think she's also going to be seeing what she can learn about Sunset Imports. Um, and... Seeing if there is how much of an undercurrent of uh, the old ways are still around. Mm. Okay. That's uh, good. Especially considering that's what he was talking about. Uh, Haya? Uh, I feel like Brianna wouldn't leave Twin Talon alone to uh, search any weird buildings by himself. So okay. she would probably go with him. Sounds good. So gather information as well. Heidi? <laughs> Somebody take me with them. <laughs> I don't want to be alone. Do, do you do you want to come with me? Ooh, yeah, yes. <laughs> and knife sword. What would you like to do? I'm gonna go look and see if I can find a refuse pile. Uh, oh no! Be a dump somewhere. <laughs> okay. It's a big place. Oh no! I just want to see. You know, I want to go through the archives and uh, see what I can find. The archives. Okay. Well, like old newspapers, thrown away scrolls. I mean, know. as weird as as that is, it's, it's that, not bad. That's actually really interesting. I don't think really that's gets explored a lot, but I would say that what people throw out does would tell you a lot of. Yeah, yeah it that's would. very true. Well, I grew up in a trash pile. It's kind of you know second nature. All right, hero point. Oh yeah, absolutely hero, hero point, point for knife stores. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Puts them at two hero points. Nice. Oh, also, everyone is going to get a hero point, by the way. Oh. A second hero point. Okay. Uh, for your incredible role-playing on the boat and getting all of the information out of the Kyle that was with you. Well, I refused the second hero point as uh, Brianna was seething and brooding and I wasn't here. So but that was no, role-playing. No? Okay. I'll take it away. Alright. Let's gather some information. Oh, I make the roll. I forgot. Oh. Oh, it's a secret roll. Yay. Okay, so you are all... I'm gonna roll some secret gather information checks for you all. All right. So, I'm gonna start with Twin Talon. Mm-hmm. And as I read more things, I'll let you know when people start when people start not knowing these things. So everyone knows the first bit 
and then I'll put a break it and let you know. So, Matt, and everyone, actually, Sunset Imports has been operated by the Vash Narstil family for decades, during which time it has been a leading business in Contargo, bringing in Arcadian goods for distribution throughout Chelyax. The business's foremost client used to be House Thrun, but now that Ravenel has seceded from Chelyax and Ty's House Thrun have become complicated, Sunset Imports has fallen on hard times. The building that is kind of tucked away behind everything appears to be a guard barracks. Oh, okay. Makes sense. It's nicely fortified, but they can still get to at least the northern part of the town. Mm. Uh, that is all you and Brianna. So just quick uh, recap, very just real quick. Two things. One, the cloak that we found in the ship had that same name on it, right? Co- correct. It is embroidered. And that name is also the name of the port that we stopped in? Yes. Okay. All right. Ooh and Soraya. What was the secondary thing you guys were looking into? Steam? Oh. How much demon worship How much tradition is still... Still around? Yeah. So... Uh, you find the same stuff out about Sunset Imports. As you explore around, kind of trying to get a feel for how Kentargo as a whole feels for Cheliax and the undercurrent, I guess you will. Cheliax is not very well liked. In Good. F- it's, it's, you know, this town is very happy to be their own thing, and it is very, like, there is a strong undercurrent of fuck those guys. We need to make sure they never come back. Contargo citizens have a lot on their minds, particularly when it comes to the ongoing diplomatic talks with Nadal or recent sightings of strange apparitions associated with the rebellion in the city streets and alleys. Some of Contargo citizens hope to develop a relationship with Nadal that enriches the city, while others fear that the Umbral Court is making preliminary power moves to annex or assault Ravnul. Most people, however, simply don't know what to think at this early point in the political development. The reoccurring reports of mysterious hauntings include stories of ghostly hellhounds, echoes of somber bells, and even visions of Brazarli Thrun, the tyrant who ruled Kintargo for a short time. Many fear that Brazali himself may have risen from the grave. This citywide dread isn't exactly helping the diplomatic talks with Nadal, and the combined unrest has made people cautious. So that is what you to find out. Knife sword. Yeah. As you dive into the trash pile you actually have to leave the town a little bit like you have to go you actually go outside the walls you see those barrels to the north Mm -hmm. that's kind of where they start dumping things and that's where the the piles get moved to so you find a couple of things first of all you find i hate using this convention you find a journal (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's, always a, there's always a thrown out journal, huh? 
Yeah, that's what I do with all my journals. I write in them and then I throw them in the garbage so I never have to remember that again. <laughs> what I'm going to say is you find some old business ledgers. It's business time. No. From Sunset Imports. Ooh. This is what you learn. The Var Chanel's. I keep saying their name differently each time. I just assumed that, that every time he pronounced it differently, it was our different our characters interpreting it, like how they would interpret it. <laughs> you know. Vashnar still. That's how I would say it. Vashnar still. The Vashnar stills have long been proud citizens of Kentargo, but their business's financial dependence on House Thrun made some in the family less than enthusiastic participants in the recent rebellion that resulted in Ravnul's independence. Unfortunately, even before Ravnul's freedom was established, House Thrun canceled all of Sunset Imports' contracts, costing the business most of their income. While the Vashnar stills responded by working hard to secure an exclusive contract with the city's new leadership, the Silver Council, in traditional Chalaxian fashion, the Vashnar stills sponsored a theatrical banquet and other expensive entertainments. But Ravnul's government, dedicated to principles of liberty in mercantile pursuits, was eager to establish a tradition against the exclusive contracts. The Vashnar stills came off as old-fashioned and decidedly unpatriotic, costing the family contracts with the Silver Council as well. Today, Sunset Imports is a struggling business. The current owner of Sunset Imports, Sedrani Vashnar Still, continues to carry herself like a Chalaxian aristocrat, seemingly unaware that she is out of fashion, if not downright offensive, in the reborn city. Rumors that Sunset Imports has recently taken on a mysterious new client have begun to circulate in the streets. You also find out that there is a school a private school called Lady Docur's School for Girls, founded two centuries ago in the village district by a forlorn elf, Lady Malari Docur. This boarding school for girls is a school that most long for their children to go to. And that is the circle I just put in there to the northwest of the docks. Oh, okay, cool. By the pond? Yes. That pond is a part of the campus. Oh, nice. Do we want to meet back up and pool our knowledge? Yeah, sure. Decide where to go next. Sounds good. Is there a, maybe a bar on the docks? Maybe we can... Oh, absolutely. It, there is a... It's... <laughs> it's... I'm not going to say it's a rough and tumble because everyone is very lawful here, but you can tell that this bar was fought over during the recent restructuring of the city. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's been burnt out, but then they, the bar owner came back and rebuilt on top of it. And then, you know, there's still boards on the windows. Nice. Still, like, glass shrapnel. And it smells like fish. So it's not it's not the mm. nicest bar in town, but it is it is definitely a, do- a working man's bar. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I feel like walking down the street near the docks is just like tavern brothel tavern brothel ship supplies tavern tavern brothel <laughs> um brothels are legal in this town by the way yes cool whose <laughs> eyes just getting bigger and bigger and bigger i forgot one thing and i'm gonna say ooh finds this out yay of course she gets rolled of by a prostitute <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna put another 
thing on the map down here to the west. Southwest of where you are, but south, more southeast on the map. If you've been listening to this long, you know I have terrible map directions. You find a place out about a place called Little Miss Juries. Among the bevy of dance halls in Jarvis N., which are often some combination of tavern, brothel, and music venue, this new establishment provides itself on drawing crowds to its dance contest and performances of experimental music. Originally, I was going to ask about going, perhaps meeting up at, at one of these rough and tumble bars to see if we can get maybe a bit more information or at least listen in, because I'm sure being an imports company, a lot of uh, contractors would have things to say. I'm sure they'd have something to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know how active yeah. the company is at this point, but. Well, if anything, I would say maybe go hobnobbing and see if people are gossiping about the one who's like carrying herself like she's still all that. And everyone was like, yeah, she's kind of a bitch and we hate her. <laughs> I just can't wait to wave her cloak in her face. <laughs> <laughs> she might come at you for that. Oh, that's fine. I'll teleport away because I have this cloak that she used to own. <laughs> that lets you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, do we want to? Yeah, no, Dockside Bar seems like a good idea. Yeah. All right. Onward and dockward. You head into the dock, the pier bar, and what are you all doing? Well, coagulating our knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So you all share. And and drinking. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah. Brianna will head to the um, bar and speak to the person behind it to get, I don't know, ales all around. All right. Jasper is practicing conversation with people who are already drunk. So they're less likely to notice yeah. if he messes up. Who's looking for a game of like knives or darts or, you know, stabbing McStabberson? Drinking so, <laughs> As you enter this bar, you see that there is a portly dwarf behind the bar. You see he's wearing an eye patch. He has maybe, if he's lucky, three teeth. Maybe. Oh. Now this is a real bar. It's less. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a dartboard on the wall. In fact, on the wall, there's something here that I want. To... Alright. <clears throat> so, on the dartboard, you see a drawing put up. So, on the dartboard is a picture, it is a circle with red lines and what looks like drop of blood at all. Hmm. Is it something that we recognize? Uh, one of you is a Hell Knight historian, correct? Yep. Great. Give me a roll. What role would you like? Because as a Hell Knight historian, I got architecture lore. Great. Um, that's perfect. Give me <laughs> a... Actually, you know what? Give me either architecture lore or society one of the two whatever you would prefer society is one point higher so i'll go with that 23 or seven for a 23 23 so you know that this is the symbol for the hell knight order called the order of the rack and this symbol is on the dartboard like people are throwing darts at it yes Oh, awesome. An old gift. This is going to be my new favorite place. <laughs> um, and I shared the picture with you guys. What is the order of the rack? First, it goes your left boob. 
and then it goes your right. <laughs> oh, so so the picture is just pasties? Yes. yes. So you're with your tw- with your twenty three. The Order of the Iraq inherited Diadin rules endless quest to destroy wasteful knowledge and intolerant idealism before it can affect the simplicity of everyday life. They usually did so via book burnings and the suppression of rebellious groups. Fun. Mm -hmm. They're a bunch of book-burning religious persecutors. (laughs) Yep. Uh, You know, something Twin Talon loves. The Hell Knights. The Hell Knights. Great. Uh, And as you look kind of towards the castle in the distance, you realize that some of its architecture, with your architecture lore, Mm -hmm. kind of looks like a citadel you know. Like, Maybe that used to be a, a Hell Knight Citadel. Or maybe it still is a Hell Knight Citadel. Who knows? All right. Well, I doubt it's still a Hell Knight Citadel, but Quintel will ask around um, about what people know about the Order of the Rack and also who lives in that castle there. So while you're doing that, Soraya, what are you doing in the bar? Um, I think she's listening for any juicy gossip. Okay. Especially if, if uh, is it Sedrano has made an ass of herself recently? Okay. <laughs> Kaya, what is Brianna doing? I believe she's still getting the drinks. Okay. I mean, this is kind of over like 10 minutes. So. Well, how busy is this bar? Eh, it's not not great. Okay. Uh, it's not super busy. It's like, it's like noon right now. Okay. So even after spending time getting, you guys got in around like seven in the morning. It took a, like an hour or so to get everything set up for the boat. And you all went and gathered all this information to the different parts of the town. And now you've met back up around noon. It's not a heavy drinking. T- I mean, it's always a heavy drinking time in these towns, but it's not mm-hmm. a super heavy drinking. Brianna will be on the just general listing as well. Maybe see if she can insert. I don't know. Yeah, just listing, I guess. Okay. Ooh, what are you doing? Did I, did I play a card game yet with somebody? Did no, I... you have not. Do you want to play a card game or do you want to throw darts? I I want to ooh throw darts at things. Let's throw okay. the darts. All right, and knife sword. I'm gonna come running in the door. You're gonna hear a squelch, 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 squelch. <laughs> oh no! Aww. It smells like he's with us. Oh no! Hey guys, I found some stuff. There's some lovely filth over there. Oh oh no! Oh boy. That's my boy. I'm going to waddle up to the table and slap (laughs) down the journal and other relevant papers. Okay. (laughs) And I'm going to, like, you know, sort of shake off all the muck and, you know, old food that I've been crawling through. You couldn't have done that before you got into the bar? Nope. What fun would that be? All right, cool. Great. You hear the dwarf. Uh, apologies, friend. Um, Brianna will put down some more coin, be like, uh, for for the, <clears throat> the damages that our our friend has uh has done. All right, Matt, give me a diplomacy check. All right, Soraya, mm-hmm. give me a diplomacy check. Okay. Ooh, oh, I'm sorry, you're listening, right, Soraya? Yeah, was it diplomacy or society or perception? Because I'm, I'm listening um, to see if someone in high society who's been an idiot. Okay. Um, you can give you your choice. You can give me either society 
perception or diplomacy if you want to chat some people up. Ooh, give me an athletics roll. 29. Right. Twin Talon, what did you get? So I finally rolled above a 10, so I got a 26. Great. Soraya? 30. 30. All right. So we'll start with Ooh. You, uh, you kind of step up to the dartboard, and you see that there is a gnome and a halfling who kind of look up at you and, uh, fancy a game? I love that I'm just, like, towering over them. Yes! I would love a game! Excellent. Uh, two, two, five silver to play in, and winner gets to keep the pot. You're on, little man. Excellent. All right, so you threw, you rolled a 29. Let's see what there. So the gnome throws and doesn't even hit the board. Like, you, as you look closer, you notice that there are more holes around the board and, like, under the board than there are actually in the board. (laughs) Now the halfling steps up to play you. And throws just a little bit better than you and uh he he wins and he takes the pot and he goes oh i i thank you kindly for the that that game would you like to play again double or nothing oh okay um and he pulls out a pipe and starts smoking it all right next soraya with the 30 you you find out that there has been a uh, there's rumors that that Sunset Imports and the Vashnarstils are starting to get money in again, and mm-hmm. the rumor has it that they're working with Cheliax to bring in money because they're still of the old mm-hmm. ways. Okay. You also hear that Sidrani doesn't really leave Sunset Imports, and also most of the people who worked for them at some point have been let go or fired. Interesting. Which has never Mm. been the case before. Matt. Yes. You learn that the, the order of the rack has been indeed removed from the town and is no longer here. And they're no longer welcomed here. However, there are, there is an order of the torrent here. Order of the Torrent? T-O-R-R-E-N-T. Yes. Okay. Order of the Torrent. And what do I know slash people think about them? They're tolerated here. They are... They have a reputation for rescuing abducted people. Um, its leader has been missing since Brazali Thrun, the Lord Mayor, the old Lord Mayor here, brought this Order of the Rack to the city. You also know that they have been stripped of their charter and that most of their uh, that and that the members of this order have been declared outlaws in Cheliax. Huh. This specific Count Knight order. Yes. Fascinating. So maybe Twin Town doesn't hate all Hell Knights. I don't know. He's gonna have to he'll he'll give him a chance. Okay. <laughs> um Anybody, any order of the Hell Knights that the other Hell Knights don't like is worth at least talking to. Uh, at this point in time, I will say, hey, if people are really interested in the Hell Knights and Kintargo specifically, uh, and all of the Hell Knights that we're talking about, I would recommend going back to uh, 
Pathfinder 1 and playing through, I want to say, Hell's Rebels? I believe you're right. There are two. Yes. There's Hell's... Yeah. yeah. Was it Hell's... Hell's Rebels and Hell's yeah. Vengeance. That's the other one. Yeah. yeah. So I would recommend going back and playing through or reading through Hell's Rebels. Not my players. Not you guys. What's that? Um, What's that? Boo. I shouldn't be opening these PDFs? Uh, no? What? Okay. Nope. 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 Hell's Rebels. Ooh, uh, that's very interesting. Ties into to this AP a little bit. At, or at least this book of the AP a little bit. Got so, it. So if... If you've heard these names before, these are events that have happened in the game in the past. So, just a little fun fact. That is pretty yeah. cool. It's nice when one adventure path, you know, like the, the echoes of it you are seeing in later ones, not just like individual stories. Agreed. So, just to remember, their, their leader is gone, and he's missing ever since the old Chalaxian house brought a different group of Hell Knights into the city, and then le they left. They got kicked out or whatever. Yeah, so the Order of the Torrent um, was stationed here in Kintargo. Then uh, House Thrun, which was led by Brazali Thrun, came in and brought in the Order of the Rack to the city because this Order of Hell Knights, the Order of Torrent, was rescuing abducted people rather than abducting people. Um, so, uh, Razali Thrun did something and the leader of the Order of the Torrent disappeared and hasn't been seen. And then when the revolution happened, heroes came in and dealt with Thrun and then also kicked out the Order of the Rack and the Order of Torrent has kind of tried to start reestablishing themselves and they function as city guard. If they're the SWAT to the city guard, if that makes sense. Like if the city yeah. guard can't handle it, they like send someone to the order of the torrent and they come in and like, all right, everyone, let's calm down. Also, you know that the order of the torrent is a very norm nomadic. So they kind of go everywhere um to help people interesting okay well certainly interesting yeah and who's in the citadel though that's over there oh uh the the few members of the order of the torrent that have okay. returned so that's their base of operation at this point got it yeah all right right uh, and they've actually they've been helping with the reconstruction of the town and like any of the buildings that were damaged during the revolution, they've been working to uh, repair. All right, so we know they were working that uh, the Vesnarstils, the, the Sunset Company, has been working with the Scarlet Triad, which would logically be why they let all of their other people go. And we do know they're also intending to kidnap and enslave people, so if we can find evidence of that, uh, we can make sure that they don't get a foothold here and essentially just start a slave trade to China. Yes, and I'm sure that the Order of the Torrent, as well as the General Contargo Constabulary, would be interested if we could find evidence that slavery is happening. Absolutely. Um, we can study a little more closely the captain's quarters uh, on the ship and see if there's anything we missed. <laughs> um, what, I was in there? Doesn't mean I wasn't looking. Doesn't mean I was looking around mm -hmm. much. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was maybe distracted. Um, hmm. Hmm. Regardless, 
regardless. Um, certainly something to look into and perhaps to see if there's a Scarlet Triad presence here in Kentaro as well. I can see what I can go find out in the brothels. How, how noble of you. Well, people do tend to loosen lips, I, I am told, mm-hmm. in such establishments. So it is uh, certainly not a bad idea. I mean, and if there's anybody who would partake and enjoy said company, it would be you. I, I am very charismatic. Indeed you are. <laughs> well then, I, I guess that is our point of order. Is that what is happening? Are we going to see if we can uncover any more presents? I think that is wise. Okay. I mean, I... Whatever you guys think is best. I'm I'm very happy to just go knock on the door of Sunset Imports and see what happens. Yeah, I, I think more reconnaissance before we even broach. I mean, if you would like to come with me um, to Sunset Imports and just have a look around at their operation. Yes, and I can put up some feelers and see anything about the Scarlet Triad. You can do what who's going to do. And, um, yes, I will put out some feelers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind, perhaps, but uh, y- yes, in- indeed. You realize putting out some feelers doesn't mean feeling people up. Like you realize that, right? Like that's a different skill set. Uh, I, no, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. Can- I can, I can come with you. No, 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 you go fill people up for information. That's fine. <laughs> it's up to you, man. Sure. <laughs> okay. And what's Knife Sword going to do? So you all... G- oh, I- Knife Sword has told me what he's going to do. Oh, great. Great, great, great. Oh, no. So with that, as you all look around, getting ready to go your separate ways, you notice Knife Sword is not there. Oh, I'm going to no. check Brianna's backpack. Nope. Empty. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Ooh, your backpack. And with that, we'll see everyone next week. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to go feel some people up. It's great. Rob! Rob, where are you? Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.